Welcome to the When Wit Happens podcast. This is a podcast that helps you find ways to celebrate and live your best life even when stuff happens. Now, here's your host, Wit West. Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast. So today I'm going to be talking about dating with a chronic illness from my perspective and how things um, went and have gone for me um, since I found out I was sick in 2014. Um, And it is 2019, so it's been five years. Um, More coming up on six, um, if you count my first hospitalization. So I was on Instagram the other day and I posted, um, you know, one of those ask me any kind of questions thing. And someone replied and asked, how has dating been with my chronic illness? Um, Because they were having some trouble. So my response to them really was um, that initially it was trash because it was trash. Dating in general was trash at that point in my life anyway. Um, It's not like it just took a, a deep dive because of the illness. But it got exponentially better. Once I stopped trying to, quote unquote, not be ill, when I was just like, well, shit, this is me. This is who I am. Take it or leave it because it ain't going to change. So um, if you got a problem with it, I don't need to be dealing with you anyway. Um, So initially, after my first hospitalization, I had had um, my gallbladder removed um, at the beginning of that hospital stay. So my body was like all cut up. I had holes all in my stomach. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I was on oxygen and just didn't understand why. And kind of felt like I was stuck in my house and couldn't really go anywhere and do anything. And so I just did not feel attractive. Um, And at a certain point after I got released, I was, I remember talking to one of my line sisters about this. And I was just like, I just do not feel like sex will ever happen again, like anything, just because I'm just not feeling that. And at that point, I was just kind of like, well, it's not necessary to feel like you need to be dating or talking to somebody or doing anything like that all the time anyway. So, you know, it's just, it's, that, that'll just be the season. Um, that I'm in because I just had a lot more stuff to figure out um, instead of figuring out dating. But obviously there will come to that point in time where things kind of even out for you and you're able to consider that again. Um, Well, at a certain point, I just kind of decided, well, you know, maybe I should date people that I already know (laughs) or people that I've already dated. And see how that goes and then i quickly like realized no that's that's really not gonna work here um and so at that point i think i was on dating apps and stuff and i was trying to decide really whether i was gonna post my pictures um that i was taking without the oxygen or the pictures with the oxygen and at that point in time it was probably about five or six months after i got out of the first hospitalization before i publicly even posted any pictures online with me with the oxygen I was just not comfortable with it and I thought it was going to be something more temporary than what it was so um I was absolutely 
not trying to show anybody anything that had to do with the oxygen. So initially I did not post pictures on the dating sites with the oxygen. And if I started to talk to somebody, eventually I would tell them. The reactions varied. Some people were like, ah, you know, whatever. Other people were like, yeah, you know, I can't think I can deal with it. But then like after a couple of days, they'd be like, okay, yeah, I can. Which was a complete turn off because I j it just was. Um, so I got to a certain point where I was just like, ah, yeah, gonna post the pictures and see what happens because I felt like I need to be completely upfront and open about whatever. So I'll post some pictures with, some pictures without, because sometimes I take it off for, you know, not long periods of time, but you know, it happens. So um, I post a variation of pictures and usually make sure my main picture has it in it. And of course that slowed down tremendously the amount of like matches and messages and things that I got, but that's good. And it may have taken me a little while to realize that that was positive, but obviously at that point in my life and at this point, I wouldn't want anybody in my life in that capacity who is not capable of dealing with someone with the illness because that's part of who I am. So um, just like I wouldn't want anybody who is not into dating plus size women, because right now I'm plus size, I wouldn't want anybody who is not into dating black women because I'm black. So same rules apply. If you cannot handle somebody with a chronic illness, then keep it moving. I don't have to know. You don't you don't have to talk to me and we can keep it moving. So it kind of got to that point. But still everything was trash in the DC area um either way. And at a certain point there I just kind of decided to kind of kill it and that I was going to be celibate and I think I was celibate for like close to three and a half years under three and a half years something like that and that was because like my body was changing um I was having to get used to myself I needed to get used to my um, capabilities and what I could do what I couldn't do all of that jazz even though my doctors were like you can do whatever you want to do um, I needed to be comfortable with that so I decided that you know I wasn't gonna be having sex with anybody especially nobody new um, because I needed to make sure whoever I was partnered with was somebody who would take that care and consideration for my body at that point and what I was going through. And at that point, it was probably only one person I trusted um, to have that care um, for me. And we just weren't in that place in our relationship anymore, we were just friends. So I just kind of was like, ah, you know, cut that off, not really about to have sex. So when I moved to New Orleans, I was still celibate and got on the dating apps here after a little bit and it was way more booming. Of course, like I said before, by that point, my pictures had um, oxygen in them, so people knew upfront or whatever. And so I started dating, and dating here um, was a whole lot more better, more better, gosh, um, was a lot better than it was in the DC area. 
and I ended up dating somebody for a good amount of while and he was somebody who I had that trust with so you know I was able to get that popping but you know that kind of helped me with my re-entry into like the dating world sex relationships all that kind of stuff and you know from there that ended um was doing some more dating here and there going on dates um and then ended up seeing somebody for like a few months again nothing serious but um broke that off but it was just very i was in a good place where i didn't feel like i had to prove myself or that i was still like worthy because i had this illness it just is what it is at that point and um nothing was really gonna change that so you know i would talk to the guys i dated um about what they felt about it, what they first thought um if they had any questions if there's anything they needed to know men being men of course their first question is like is there anything you can't do what are you trying to ask me because i know what you're trying to ask me but i'm gonna make you say it because for whatever reason you try not to be slick but just go ahead and ask me if i can have sex and the answer is yes um <laughs> but it's always that same is there anything that you can't do type question <laughs> and i just find that funny but um yeah i'm just continuing to date trying to see what works for me and it wasn't even like really any consideration of the illness but i will say that it did help me kind of fine-tune what i was looking for in a partner because if i was dating someone who it didn't seem like they would be a good fit because of my illness like if they weren't somebody who could you know assist me or somebody who understood um maybe i was exhausted or tired or you know i didn't feel like doing something or there are certain type of dates i wouldn't want to go on like i'm not gonna be at something where i can't sit down and i have to stand up for hours and hours and hours because it's gonna put an extra toll on my body if they didn't understand that then i'm like okay even with explanation if you're not understanding it then this is not gonna be something that works so it kind of gave me you know that extra added um sure like this extra added i don't even know what to call it like screening <laughs> of people um that i was dating which is very helpful because you really need to know exactly what you want when you're dating somebody and exactly what you're looking for um and i don't want to say it's a hierarchy of things but if there were a hierarchy that's pretty important because this is part of my health and it's something that um at this time won't change so I have to have somebody who is partnered with me who understands that who can help me who is 100% there for me so like I mentioned in the last podcast um, some months ago um, I did meet somebody new again and we've been seeing each other kind of seriously for a while and he fits all those check boxes of his ability to handle everything with the illness and so on and so forth so I kind of knew that right off the bat and so that kind of cut through a lot of the bullshit that I've dealt with before so um we did meet on a dating site so dating sites aren't 100% trash but during that time it was also you know going out and about in um New Orleans 
and I wasn't doing as much of that in DC. But I think it's it's easier for guys who are open to you know dating someone with oxygen or someone with the, with the illness to probably approach online because I think it may still be awkward in person unless they're just seeing you a few times or they've seen you at a place a few times because it, it's jarring um, for somebody with oxygen because you can you can physically see um, that I have the oxygen with me or on me so sometimes I think that that is kind of a barrier when somebody's like approaching you in person but again if you're not gonna get the confidence up to approach me in person and you want to talk to me then you know it's your loss not mine so you know I don't whatever I don't take nothing bad about it but just you have to get to a place um, where you are comfortable with you where you understand that this is a part of you whether you think it's positive negative neutral that it is just a part of your being um, and that it is what it is so you don't need to try to conform yourself make yourself less fit um, to be loved like to be dated um, you just need to accept who you are for um, yourself and somebody you know will be that person to come in and give you what you need and accept you too and it, it may be a shock to you if before this you know you may have had no physical signs of illness or you were able to be out and about more and you got hit on more and it suddenly decreases just know that that is an extra added layer of filter that all the guys that would have been hitting on you before that are not the ones for you will not hit on you so just count it as that although it may be an adjustment um, some of us are on medication that makes us gain weight if you're feeling less confident about that these are things you're just gonna have to work through that doesn't mean somebody may not find you attractive in in the middle of your coming to accept yourself but it becomes a lot easier to deal with it mentally um, the changes when you're starting to just say this is a part of who I am and that's how I thought about it um, it may be other ways that people have dealt with it but for me in general when I know something is just how it is and I know the reasoning why and I know how things process like when I knew okay this is why I need the oxygen this is not gonna change so um, we rolling like with the oxygen it's just gonna happen so when you get that level of acceptance it becomes easier for you to deal with whatever changes may be in your dating life so um, get on some dating apps put your pictures up um, with if you're you know have something that shows your you have an illness put it in your bio whatever you need to do to you know put it out there if you found that when you're talking to somebody and you finally tell them they run out put it out there in the beginning get it on out there let them know and um, just try to be the best you, you can be and that is all you can do so basically that is how I dealt with dating with a chronic illness actually um, it kind of put me out there a little more I was probably a little more aggressive and a little more um, open to dating and to finding love and all that kind of stuff after I got sick and it may just be that I was getting older moving from my 20s to my 30s who knows but um, it's dating and such has probably been the best that has ever been 
at this point. So that is just how it is. So if you have any advice for someone trying to date with a chronic illness or if you have a chronic illness and you have stories of dating, horror stories or great stories, let me know. I'm going to post this on my Instagram as usual so that you can comment there. So see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to When Wit Happens. You can find Wit living her best life at withappen6.com and at withappen6 on social media. Subscribe and follow for updates. Until next time, keep living your best life.